Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Krista Kokot, and today I'm super stoked. I'm going to be talking to you guys about how um, to have the tough conversations. I'm going to just give you little bits of been, what's been working for me and what I know tried and true works. Psychologists use it. Um, therapists use it. It works. And what I want to talk to you specifically and who is people that have people pleasing patterns. And we can sometimes, as a recovering people pleaser, as somebody that just knows that this is something that I will be working on the daily, it's never going to be done. Um, so I constant, I am continually in that mindful moment of going, why am I doing, saying, dressing, da da da, all the things? Am I doing it for me? Or am I doing it for the approval and the accolades from somebody else, the external world? Um, am I not saying something or am I saying something because I think it's going to make somebody happy? Um, and that's the only reason. If it's a mutual thing, great. So I know that if you are out there and you are listening to this, you are somebody that is like that. And because you're my people and you listen to this. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in. And over the last year and a half, I would have to say that tough conversations have almost been um, the normal, right? It's We've had to come to a place that we go, I'm going to use COVID because that's where a lot of light has been shed on relationships, jobs, mental health, and one of the areas that I see is having these conversations that maybe we are uncomfortable or we've never had to have before. We've just avoided them. We've just glided by. Everywhere from, I don't want you coming over. My house, you know, I don't want anyone in my house right now. I prefer that you wear a mask, right? All these things that we have to speak up and say what we're actually feeling. And the hardest people that we can, that this can be with is the people that are in our immediate circle and our immediate um, friends and family. And so we tend to just not say anything at all because as people pleasers, as people that want to make sure everybody else is okay, we will put ourselves on the back burner and not say anything and just suck it up. But here's what begins to happen. We start to live with bitterness, resentment, frustration, anger, it all leads to these feelings of, why are they asking that of me? Don't they know this is how I feel? I'm so tired of doing stuff for people. They should just know that. The problem, the problem, you guys, is that you haven't vocalized it to them. And that's where the issue lies. That's where it lied with me for a long time. Because I didn't vocalize how I was feeling. I just assumed people would know by my reaction or my or my frustration or more my curt answer. Right? So here's here's what I want to talk to you about today. When we are having when we are setting up and more normally it's boundaries, normally be a conversation that you have to have and you and you have to set up these boundaries, you have to say certain things. What I want you to do and practice doing is looking in the mirror and verbalizing it out loud first. 
I'm going to use an example of somebody on the phone to you and they are berating you, they are talking to you that is not in a respectful way, you're done with it, you no longer want to accept it. I want you to come up with this boundary, whatever it is, I'm going to give you an example here and walk you through it. You look in the mirror. I will hang up the phone if you continue talking to me like this. I no longer want to accept this tone and the way that you speak to me. But here's the here's where the issue lies is that we if we don't believe it internally, it's not going to be conveyed like that to the people that you're talking to. Okay? They're going to know that you're coming from a place of um, scared, <laughs> which you will anyways when you first start doing these, because we are. You can be very scared. You feel guilty. You feel like you maybe hurt them. Maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll shake. I know I shook the first few times that I set up a boundary um, with somebody around me, but we have to internalize it first and notice what emotions rise up within you when you say that. If you talk to me like that again, I'm going to hang up the phone. Please stop talking to me like that. I no longer want to accept. I no longer accept being spoken to like that. Whatever your lingo is, whatever your language is, whatever works for you, say that in the mirror like you're talking to the person and see what emotions come up for you. We have to give ourselves permission to internally accept it and believe that before others will. Okay? So one of the things I want you to do, if you've got something in your life that you are really struggling with or that you know you need to have a conversation with or that you know you need to set a boundary with, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say it as many times as you need to. I want you to practice it over and over and over again until those emotions start to lessen and lessen and lessen and lessen because the more we practice, the more we get consistent, the more we repeat, the easier it does become. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy the first time you have to do this. It's still going to suck. It's hard because we don't want to hurt people and we think this is hurting people. In all honesty, you're hurting yourself by not doing it and we would rather hurt ourselves than other people. Think about that. We would rather hurt ourselves than other people. We'd rather betray ourselves. It's just what we've gotten so used to. What you've gotten used to doing, so doing the exact opposite of that is crazy. However, if you want anything different in your life, if you don't want to be treated like that anymore, you must start speaking up. You must start saying and having and doing these hard things, doing these hard conversations. I don't know about you, (laughs) but in the last year and a half, I feel like I've had more uncomfortable conversations than I probably have in my entire life. I mean, that's probably not true, but I just feel like I've had so many more, you know, like someone will come up and hug me or I go up to hug somebody and they're like, no, 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 no. You know, that's, I'm not okay with that don't come into my space. I'm not okay with that. And I'm like, Oh, sorry, sorry. And it's just, you know, like it's, it's, we've all had it this past year and this past year and a half that has sparked possibly some anxiety. Um, you know, maybe uncomfortable, uncomfortableness, but here's the thing. When we are able to have these life changing conversations, they're liberating. And it's absolutely essential for mental health, absolutely essential for speaking up 
when you speak up and share what's on your mind and how you're feeling and not just stuff it, believe me, extremely help, helpful for mental health. So one of the things that I started practicing doing a few years ago uh, with a lot of colleagues of mine that are in the same development area, you know, self-development, same, we speak the same language kind of thing, is if we have something we want to talk about, we ask if the other person has the energy, the most, the emotional energy to, to hear what I have to say. Are you available for a talk? And if they go, you know what, today I just don't have it in me. I just don't have the energy in me. I don't, I, I'm not able to listen intently and give you the attention that you deserve or the feedback or the advice. So that's where it all started for, for me within my um, friendship kind of areas. Now within my relationship, my, uh, my family dynamics, it started a long time ago. And um, it was putting up boundaries about, you know, how much time we would spend together and the, um, the quality of time spent together. So how I started, <laughs> and this might help some of you, and sometimes I help, uh, sometimes I, I'll teach my clients to say this, is I would say to my partner, my husband, or my kids, um, or my sister, whoever it is that I was talking to, and I'd be like, okay, this is really uncomfortable for me. I'm so out of my comfort zone by doing this, but I need to speak to you about something, and it's just so not okay. And of course, they already go, oh, great, what is it going to be, right? Because that already sets the other person up. But for me, it just helped me calm myself down and give myself compassion that I was new to this, that the people-pleasing patterns within me were so at a cellular level that I was so scared to speak up and say what was truly on my mind and what I was feeling, even though I had done so much work coming at it from a place of love, coming at this conversation from a place of like, I'm doing what's best for me and for my health, my mental, my spiritual, my physical, my emotional health. I knew all of it was good for me. I knew that all of it was about me and yet still parts of it were like, I don't wanna hurt them, I don't wanna hurt them. That's going to be normal as a people pleaser. That's going to be definitely something that you will feel. Now, the more that you do it, the more you practice it with real life people and not just in the mirror, but that does help, like I mentioned. But the more you actually do it and the more it will become going, I know this is probably going to hurt them. I know that this may be, you know, what, what they not want to hear, but I honor myself more. I honor myself and I'm not betraying myself any longer. I no longer am going to put others ahead of myself and what I need. So the the most beautiful thing is that boundaries, it's your responsibility to set them and maintain them. A person's reaction to them is not your responsibility, it's theirs. That's where it's really hard, especially when we're in this time of navigating these choppy waters, right? Navigating this world that's a little bit on tilt, that has been, that's been like turned a little bit upside down. The last thing we wanna do is ruffle more feathers. The last thing we wanna do is tell someone that they can't do something or can't speak to us that way or make somebody upset at us because we're already dealing with the energy of the world and, and what's happening in the world. So, this is also where it's extremely important though as much as it's like we don't want you know we can't control 
the story that someone else may be telling themselves about a situation, we can't control that. We only can control ourselves and take care of ourselves, period. So in this time and moving forward and back way before COVID even hit and I started setting boundaries, the more that I took care of myself and I said no to things and I only said yes to things that set my soul on fire, (laughs) literally. I only said yes to go, yeah, that's what I want. That is exactly what I want. I only have the energy for this. This is what I'm doing. The more that I did that, the easier it got. The more liberated I feel, the more the more freedom I felt, the more I loved myself. It just kept coming more and more. And it's like, I choose myself. I choose myself. I choose myself. Because here's the thing, you guys. If you are somebody that has always and continually, and I say the word always because that's literally what it felt like for me and I don't know if it did does and do and currently or it has felt like that for you that you always put other people first and if you do take care of yourself it's the leftovers of what you have it's the leftovers and that is why I'm so adamant about my morning routine because it's me it's about me first it's me and God first of all before my day even gets started then I will give whatever I can to everybody else and whatever and usually it's the best of me and not the rest of me, right? So when you are able to speak up, and this is the best time to do it because it's already shaky world we're living in. So to do that is like, oh, it's already, you know, it's already a choppy water. So let's just chop it up a little bit more and just see what happens. Let's just navigate this all together. Because the more you do not speak up for yourself, the more resentment, bitterness, anger, hostility towards others and possibly towards yourself starts to get ingrained within you and it just starts to become this emotion that you start acting out on and then what happens is that you get fed up and you start acting irrationally and you start out of, you start acting out of um, or you start reacting to things right so someone might ask you to do something you'd be like no I don't want to do that But inside, it's like, okay, I could have taken care of this a long time ago and come at it from like, no, thank you so much for asking me, but uh, I appreciate, you know, being thought of, but I'm going to decline, period. But we don't. We wait until we're like, the fuse is blown, right? And then the top blows off the pressure cooker. So, which is all okay. It's all awareness. It's all becoming super aware of that's where you're at. Here's some signs that you might need to have some conversations. (laughs) Here's some signs that you are done, um, you know, living for everybody else and making sure everybody else is okay. You're crying all the time. You're highly, highly emotional. Maybe you're angry, really, really angry. Uh, Maybe you just feel nothing. You're absolutely disconnected and disassociated with everything around you. Just like, I feel nothing, which I have felt before. And it was one of my coping mechanisms where I would tell um, my husband, I'm like, I just got nothing. I feel nothing. And that's a disassociation trauma response from, you know, different things. So that's also uh, just a warning, just to become aware if that's where you're feeling. Um, Tired. Maybe you're absolutely exhausted. Physically, emotionally, mentally, you want to sleep all the time. Burnout is very common. 
for people that don't have conversations because we internalize everything and then our emotion and our physical and well-being just can't handle the overload of it and our body starts to carry it. So those are some things to, to watch out for. Um, if you are putting a conversation on the back burner or you are not having it for the fear of what they might think, you will never be able to control what they're going to think ever or say or do or respond. You only can control how you come at it. And if you come at the conversation with your purest intentions and with all the love that you can find in your heart, you see their soul and not their humanness but their soul, because all of our souls are pure. Okay, I truly believe that. I know some of you out there are like, no, they're not. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, but if you can see their soul, that you're having the person that you're having the conversation with, and just know that your intentions behind it are good, there are people that aren't going to be okay with it. And they're the people that are benefiting from you not speaking up. They're the ones that are benefiting from you from not having a boundary. The ones when you speak up and say, hey, you know what? I actually am not coming over today because I've got so much on my plate and I just can't add another thing to it. Cool. I got you. We'll catch up another day. No problem whatsoever. Those people get it, right? The people that have their boundaries and their health and their conversations and they understand where you're coming from will honor where you talk and how you speak and where where you stand and how you speak and that conversation that happens. The ones that don't are the ones that are benefiting you from you not having anything in place, are benefiting from you and being able to walk all over you. You probably feel like that. I use the word walk all over you because that is how I felt, but I allowed it, right? And you're allowing it over and over and over again until you have that conversation, until you have that tough conversation. So um, anyways, you guys, that is a little bit of how uh, to have that conversation that needs to be had. I, oh, here's what I do, okay? I just had one again this morning, a really tough conversation, and I was dreading it, and I'm like, oh, I do breath work. I calm my whole nervous system down. It calms my heart, my mind, my soul, my body. They're all connected. So I definitely come to a place of calm, really calm. And I get my thoughts in order. I get organized of what it is that I want to say. I have no idea what the reaction is going to be. I have stopped preparing for people's reactions. I have dis, I've, I've, what's the word I want to use? Detached. Hello. I've detached, and this is something that I teach my clients: is detached from the outcome, because when we're t- attached to what might happen, it stops us from speaking up our truth. So. I detach from the outcome because I know I need to say what it is that I need to say and I need to come at it from a place of love and um, compassion and grace for both myself and the other person. So here's the last thing that I want to leave with you is just remember that even if you've been doing this for years or it's your very first time that you're going to have a conversation with somebody. Give yourself compassion and grace. You are doing a great job. You're speaking up. You're saying something. You're not just sitting by and letting yourself feel worse and worse and worse and worse. You're not betraying yourself. You are speaking up. So even after the conversation this morning, I lay down on the ground, I put my feet up on the wall, and I put my hand on my heart and my stomach. 
And I said, good job, you did it. Good for you. And I leave the outcome with the other person because that's their responsibility. So give yourself compassion and grace because that little person inside of you is scared to death. (laughs) That people pleaser inside of you that wants everyone to like them is scared to death. So just know that when you are able to share your truth and speak up and say what it is that you mean, it will be scary because that's something that we're not used to as people pleasers. We've said what everyone else wants us to say or we think we want they want us to say. So when we actually do say something, we're like, wait a second, did I actually mean that? Do I feel guilty? Do I do feel guilty. You know, like all the things go through us. Sit back and go, okay, yeah, that is what I meant. Could I have delivered it better? Yes. <laughs> but it is all that I meant. That is me. That is how I feel. And then keep practicing. Keep looking in the mirror and go, you can no longer speak to me like that. I deserve better and I will not tolerate that in my life anymore. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. All right. If you guys need any help in this area, please know that this is what I help my clients do. Feel free to reach out for me. And if this conversation, this episode resonated with you and you know somebody else can use it, take a snapshot of it, guys. Share it on your social media. I would really appreciate that. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Find me on Instagram. I am Krista Cocott. You can find me on Facebook at Krista Cocott Life Coach. All right, guys. Loving you. Till next time. Bye.